This is the Kratom Science Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gallagher, blog and social media writer for KratomScience.com, your source for all things Kratom. My guest is Scars Hernandez from Dayton, Ohio. Scars earned his name from over 20 surgeries in his lifetime. In 2018, after years of being addicted to pills, Scars found Kratom. He's now active in the movement to keep Kratom legal in Ohio. This is Scars, and this is his Kratom story. So how'd, how'd you get the name Scars? That's a cool nickname. <laughs> Thank you. I've earned it. Um, I've been uh, I've been through over 20 major surgeries. I call it being cut, you know, because I'm a man. <laughs> I like being a man, and I like representing how I am a man. And just, I don't know, I'm, I'm from a military family, but I couldn't serve because I got uh, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, now called juvenile idiopathic arthritis when I was four. So, like, I got my hips replaced when I was 16, and by the time I got my hips replaced, I'd already been cut, like, 10 times, and then, you know, I'm 46 now, so I've just been cut so many times. And, yeah. uh, and, and like, I got my gallbladder exploded a year ago, and I just kind of toughed it out because I thought it was, a side effect of some of the stuff I was doing with nutrition. I was, I was really pushing my my protein a lot back then. So I thought maybe a side effect from that, I ruled out appendicitis and I was like, ah, it didn't even occur to me gallbladder. Right. And uh, I had a massage therapist at the time and she, a beautiful young woman. And she told me not very smart though. And she told me that she thought it was a gallbladder and she taught, she taught me how to massage it out. So I was like stabbing my exploded gallbladder with my finger for like five days. And when I went to the, which couldn't have been healthy for it. And finally, when, when I said, fuck it, I got to go to the, the ER. And uh, like, I, I, like my dad was kind of helping take care of me. And I guess that I got to go to the ER. And he looks at me and he goes, why? I'm like, oh, dude, we are way too manly. You know? So I go to the ER. They say, they say all right, um, why did you wait so long? They do a CAT scan. They say, you got to do emergency surgery. They cut me open. Um, well, they, they put me in. They knocked me out. They put me, they tried doing laparoscopic at first, you know, with the holes. And uh, it was just, they couldn't do that because there was too much damage on the inside. So mm-hmm. they, uh, they had to cut me, cut my entire right abdominal cavity and muscles open and just cut me right open. But I've been through, this, this is the epitome of how I earned my name, right? Like, I woke up, I wake up from anesthesia real quick. I woke up, I'm looking at them, I'm talking to them. They're telling me how horrible it was, how it was a subtotal, how they weren't able to get the whole thing because there was so much damage, yada, yada, yada. And how hard the recovery is going to be. I'm like, fine, let me get home. And they're like, what? Rest, and we'll talk about it. Because we're looking at three days. But I'm talking to them. I'm awake. I'm conscious, oriented, alert-oriented, all that stuff. I'm going going full speed. And uh, my dad, uh, you know, came to bail me out, and he brought me my Kratom. So I turned down the opiates and uh, took the Kratom and called the, called the surgeon and got the nurse, got a nurse to take my side and got the surgeon in uh, to my room less than 11 hours after the emergency surgery in the middle of a Saturday night, and I was able to convince him that I could easily handle this at home better than in the hospital. And uh, I got my discharge in 11 hours, not three days. And when I saw him again for follow-up, he said he wanted to hang my picture on the wall to inspire the other patients. So I'm like, you know what? I'm scars. So that's how <laughs> oh, I yeah. So yeah. I imagine like all these surgeries, you probably got prescribed pills. Yeah. That, oh God. Yeah. yeah. I've been. I, I have. I have been. Um, they started me on opioids. I mean, it, it didn't become a problem. Okay. Until like after the surgeries, 
they kind of went easy on the on the on the injections and stuff for me because uh, they thought I had a reaction. But I was in a serious car accident in 2000 when I was 26, I think, or 23, and uh, they put me on oxycontin afterwards, and that was the end. Because hmm. after that, I just needed some kind of pill. You know, I'd been dealing with the pain for decades and just kind of. Just dealing with it, but then when I when I got on the pills that really numbed me, I said, "I want more of these. It's working. You know, I don't want to feel pain anymore." And one of my one of my physicians who actually wound up firing me, um, when I first established with her because my original rheumatologist had fired me because of my pill use, um, she I, I said, "Look, the pills are a problem, and I'm hurting, and we we got to watch the pills." And she just looks at me and she says, "Oh, there's no reason you should be hurting." <laughs> and she just started, yep, right. And then she started writing the pills until I got more addicted, and then she fired me, and I had no access to pills. When did you first discover Kratom? Two years ago, two and a half years okay. ago. Did the uh, prescribed pills lead to uh, an addiction? Yes, I was, yeah. extreme, I was very much addicted. I knew how addictive they were, and I knew how the cycle goes, right? Mm -hmm. So after, after the Oxycontin, I mean, they had me, in my 20s, they had me on fentanyl patch, they had me on oxycontin, oxycodone, hydrocodone, everything, everything, everything. And I would literally even call my rheumatologist and say, hey, the Vicodin's not working this month, give me Percocet this month. And mm. she would. And um, then I kind of realized it was a problem. I worked with another doctor. She kind of scaled that back. But somehow I wound up with, with the, when, I, when I ran out of pills, when, when I lost my insurance, um, they were giving me tramadol. And I would not ask for anything more because I didn't want to be addicted to anything more. And I would not ask for anything but the lowest dose of tramadol. But it did nothing for my pain. And so I would eat them all in a week and, and like a, a, out of a month-long prescription. So I would be getting withdrawal every fucking month. But I wouldn't ask for more because I didn't want to be more addicted. When you discovered Kratom, was were you already off the pills? Yeah, I got, I, I got, uh, my wives, I have two ex-wives and they like to divorce me. So my ex, my second ex-wife had divorced me and I had left, uh, Miami, Florida to come, to come back to Dayton, Ohio. And I, it was a bunch of nonsense getting insurance and getting reestablished with medical care. It took a while and, uh, my weed dealer was angry at me for some reason, so I couldn't reestablish with him. And, uh. I was with nothing, and it was just, except for NSAID, you know, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, and it was wrecked. So I, I, I went to a, a head shop and tried talking to them, and I told them CBD didn't do anything for me. Mm -hmm. And the, the woman, Rainey, I remember her name, I remember her face, she said, Google Kratom. She's not allowed, they're not allowed in Ohio to recommend Kratom, but they can say, look it up. So she says, Google Kratom, and I Googled Kratom. And within, it took me a couple of weeks because I saw a bunch of that FDA lies at first. And it took me a couple of weeks to decide to try. But then I did. I went and I got one of those little packets you get at the head shops and I was fixed. Comparable to uh, like opioid pills, how does like Kratom work for, for like your pain? It makes me happier. It gives me more energy. It is less, um, it kind of makes the pain fade a little bit, but not so much. It, it's more that it lets me move, which helps helps me deal with my pain and so I prefer the whites and um, the opiates you know the pills they would just take you oh I mean they're, they're just so strong even the low ones are just so strong you get that for me I would get like a rush in about 20 minutes I'd get the rush of the it's starting to kick in and then kind of that that fog and just it's so it's just so strong it just takes up your your, your thoughts and your feelings and puts you in that cloud and 
and Kratom just kind of Kratom just gives me a little bit of edge that lets me push and take it from there, you know. A lot of people, you know, they're they're addicted to opiates and they find kratom and they just it kind of changes their life. Was there like a drastic change? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I started. I'm, I'm mostly uh, I'm on disability, and I at the time I didn't have a car, so I wasn't getting out like a lot or whatever. But uh, yeah, there was a drastic change, but the change didn't really kick in until I started meeting other people who were taking kratom, and they could tell me more about it and how to do it properly and everything. It's kind of a learning curve for everybody. It seems like how long how long did that take from the time you discovered it until the time you realized how to take it for you? It's I'm still working on it. It's been about two and a half years, and yeah. I, I agree firmly. There's a lot of self experimentation, but I'm not too concerned about it because it seems to have very little risk. I mean, I've pushed it. I when when I was starting with it, I kind of went the old opiate direction, right? Like more is better. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't helping my pain as much as it needed because my pain is no joke. And, and I, so I went from, I started at one teaspoon every four to six hours. Then I went to two teaspoons every four to six hours. And two teaspoons worked better than, than one teaspoon. So I decided, let's do more. I was taking six teaspoons every four to six hours every day. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> with, yeah, and as you know, with Kratom, it has a ceiling, right? So you don't get any extra benefit the more you take, and it might actually sedate you more. So it was just, it was wasting the, the, the powder, and it was just, and it, it did, I did run into a little bit of a, a little bit of need when I was taking that much, a little bit of the, the you, you can see that if you take it too much, there might be a little bit of, a little bit of something there. Like, yeah, like habit, kind of a habit forming thing. The, so yeah, like you, I would, I would be, yeah. if, if I missed, you know, like if I slipped through my, middle of the night dose, like if my pain wasn't enough to wake me up, the restless legs, legs would be, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, comparable, though, to like an opiate withdrawal, what is like a, a kratom withdrawal like? Like opiate withdrawal is vomiting. For me, it was vomiting. It was shaking. It was insomnia. It was restless legs. The pain got so much worse. It was the vomiting is what I remember most and, uh, and, and the sweating and the uh, I, you know, honestly, I haven't really had any kratom withdrawals because I don't have to because it's available. So I haven't really wanted to test it that much, but I have cut down from six teaspoons to two teaspoons back to two, you know, and every now and again, I only take one teaspoon and I don't have to do it every four to six hours. Like I'll miss a dose and I won't even notice it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Like on an average. No, 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 but let me correct myself. Not a dose, but a serving. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. two teaspoons a day is about what you- what you're what you take now no 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 i'm still i'm still on two teaspoons every four to six hours oh okay okay yeah. you know what that seems no, like I mean, average for chronic pain yeah you know? it, it works for me it's comfortable for me i've told every single one of my physicians about it i've got about four or five physicians in my team and i've told everyone about it and interestingly the only one including with the uh, the pain specialist the only physician who knew even of kratom was my primary care Wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I ask a lot of people, and, and a lot of people, like, they don't, uh, doctors don't know what it is, and then if they look it up, the FDA, they have to listen to what the FDA says or whatever. Yeah. But, but you know, some people say, yeah, my doctor will work with me. I, I don't get pills, so, like, my pain specialist, all he does is give me shots, you know, so yeah. he's got very little influence in my life, and... My primary care, I, 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 I used to be a medical transcriptionist and my, my mom was an RN, so I know, and I've been in the system for my whole life, so I know medical, right? So I'm very, 
in charge of my case, you know. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're definitely willing to work with me. And even one of the fellows at my, uh, at my pain specialist asked me to give a lecture to the other fellows about what Kratom does and how it's, how it's been for me. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm like a little jockey. I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all twisted up and my body's all ravaged. And, you know, I, I, my body, I'm essentially 80 years old, even though I'm 46. Like, my, my bones are just so old. And so ravaged, but I am—I'm a little jock, man, and I, I work it, and the doctors see it, and they—they they definitely respect what what I do and what kratom does to let me do that. What would you say to somebody who says kratom is just replacing one drag, drug habit with another? There might be something to that, especially if you take every day for chronic, like I do. However, it's like comparing—it's like comparing heroin to kratom. I mean, give me a fucking break. Heroin yeah. and shit is awful, you know? Opiates are fucking... You're not going to go on Kratom and then go on the street so you can fucking hit the... You know, spike the vein. Just just give me a fucking break. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. There is there is no comparison. Yeah, I mean, that's that would be an ignorant question, I think. But it's, it's kind of like... I like asking these things as kind of a devil's advocate because I just want people to realize it's not... It's not like legal heroin. It's totally different. No. I mean, the, the, the MSM and the FDA and all the other government alphabets, they're, they're definitely doing the country a huge disservice right now because I have met so many people who Kratom has saved, including myself. And yeah. I was, when I was living in Florida, I talked to my senator there about it, and she said, you know, listen to your doctors and do what your doctors tell you. And I said, so you want me to go fucking back on pills? You want me to die on pills? And that's your solution. Yeah. She didn't want to continue that conversation. <laughs> who I saw that on your Facebook. Who was who was that? It was like a state senator in Ohio. No, it was a name. It was down in Florida, and then since oh. Florida is Florida, it was it was a name you'll know. I mean, it, it might have been Shalala, but no promises. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so Ohio is kind of like the hotbed of you know the kratom thing because they were gonna yeah. shut it down there, and then. Um, did you yeah, go to, did you go to the hearings right and stuff? I uh, went to the hearing two years ago. Um, mornings are rough for me. When I wake up, the pain is brutal. Yeah. And it, 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 and I can get twitchy. It can, it can cause my, it can affect my moods. And, uh, cause I also have a TDI, fortunately. And, uh, it, it, mornings can be rough and, my girl, and at the time, my girl and I, she, she's also a creative consumer, although she's not my girl anymore, but she is a creative consumer. She, uh, she and I, we went up to Columbus, which is about an hour drive, but we were also, that evening, we were going to be driving down to Miami and kind of hitting all these places, Miami, Florida, and for a couple of weeks, so I was kind of stressed about the trip and hurting and everything, and we got to the city, and it, Dayton's a small city, but Columbus is not so small, and it had been a while since I'd been dealing with the big city bullshit, and... I kind of, my, my TDI got triggered a little bit and I was kind of starting to snap at people. And, um, when, when I got into the, the, the meeting and I, I saw it was so packed, the room was filled and, and I, I stood there and, and I got there a little late. So I didn't really even get in line to give my testimony, give my compelling story or whatever. But I, I stood and I watched and I listened and we were all the same and our stories were all the same and everyone was fucking nailing it. They were saying it exactly perfect and the senators were behind us and everything and I said, these guys got it and I went home and I took a nap. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, I didn't, I didn't get involved in the AKA. I'm, I'm now a co-chair for Ohio with the, the, the big initiative the AKA is doing and I'm also a congressional, chap, uh, congressional district captain in Ohio 
And I just got involved with the AKA about uh, a month ago. And yeah, was that the uh, Consumer I'm, Advocacy Council, right? Yes, yes, the yeah. Consumer Advocacy Council. So we're supporting the uh, the what the. Uh, the Kratom Consumer Protection Act and all that stuff, yeah. So how do you uh, prepare Kratom? Do you do tea, pill, capsules? I am a DIY type of guy. Yeah, toss and wash, man. I try to keep things as simple in my life as possible. So I just yeah. scoop it, dump it on my tongue, and wash it down with water. And like Misty says, I heard Misty on your show the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, I stay hydrated. How you doing, Misty? Yeah. Shout out to Misty. She yeah. was fucking fun I to talk her. to. I love her. She was hilarious. Yep. Toss and wash, stay hydrated. Okay, yeah, that's hey, yep, simple That's enough. what I do. I do toss and wash, just simple. Uh, my dad was, uh, I've got my dad taking it, and my girl, or my ex-girl, and my ex-girl, she uh, she would do toss and wash. She would take one teaspoon, and probably not every day, and just, just as needed. And my dad, uh, you know, he's 75, so, and, and his legs are going, so uh, he's on four pills uh, every morning, and that that works for him. Although I think that might be a little bit light, but it works for him. So that's that's cool. I was just gonna say, like like you find the minimum dose that works for kratom, and then you stay at that as well, or the minimum serving that works for kratom, and you stay at that as long as possible. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense financially yeah. too. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, because I've talked to people who, I mean, this one kid I had on here, he's like, I go through like a pound every <laughs> two weeks or something, and I'm like, wow. Uh, no, I, I, I buy a, I buy a kilogram. I buy in the kilogram, and that lasts me about, geez, probably a month or at least at least a month and a half, maybe two months. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, buy 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 bulk, buy kilogram, buy the powder, and if if you need pills, just make your own because the pills I think are very expensive. Yeah, yeah. Either somebody's going to charge for the labor that it takes to fill the pills, or you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So any any uh, problems or any like side effects with kratom besides uh, maybe not drinking enough water and being constipated? Yeah, the constipation. That's honest to God it. Um, yeah. Like. Yeah, I I don't even get nothing. It's just the constipation, and I take magnesium citrate, and I drink water, and and it seems to be resolving. Uh, you know, I, I just kind of like I've been doing this for myself for about two and a half years, but now that uh, and it's been working. Like you asked earlier, how long till it started working? For me, honestly, like it was immediate. You know, it started working immediately. But for me to start kind of figure it out, it's, it's now I'm just starting to figure it out with the community because you don't have to have extra stuff with it. But sometimes, depending on what you got going on, the extra stuff can help. So I'm I'm investigating different options now in addition to my kratom. Did you ever try turmeric? I heard heard that, and I have turmeric in my uh, in my, my other room, and I used to dump it on top of my teaspoon. Um, but it's not always around when I when I scoop, so I don't always use it. Like, did I'm it do, in another did room it do anything? I mean, I don't know, man. Like my 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 pain is it's it's heavy. Yeah. You know, so so most most of the stuff. Like I was trying to explain it to context to to someone this morning, I think, or last night, and. Uh, it's like, okay, I've, I've been cut so much, right? So I, I don't know how much this will mean to you. I don't know your history, but um, my daily pain, like the pain I feel every moment, and this is when I'm moving and being active, not when I'm lying down and just uh, hurting. Um, it, it's, it's equivalent to how my knee felt when I woke up from my last knee replacement surgery, except everywhere and all the time. Wow. 
So yeah, it gets it gets heavy for me. So a lot of the stuff, you know, it has to hit me. It, it's got to it's got to get to a threshold for me to notice it. So the turmeric was a sub threshold for me. I didn't notice any difference. So what do you think uh, the kratom community can do to get the word out that it's not doing now, or that it's doing now, but it can do more of? I mean, just just don't hold, just tell everyone, man. Well, first of all, okay, very first of all. Find the American Kratom Association in your state and talk to them and see how you can help in your state. We need you in this state. We fucking need you. So find us, okay? We can't always find you. Find us. Second of all, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Take it. Take it and have success with it. And then tell people about that success. Show them what's helping you. You know, they'll notice. They'll be like, I mean, for me, they're like, man, you're, you're a different man. I'm like, well, Kratom, duh. You know, so, so do that. Don't, don't be ashamed of it. So if someone calls you an addict or whatever, just blow them off don't argue with them they're they're not worth your time yeah that's true and you got people here that that'll get your back you know yeah oh yeah oh yeah the community i I finally found my tribe i love these people yeah 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 it's a great it's a great group of people definitely i i always just doing this podcast and getting to have conversations with people it's it's i keep learning more and more because i mean i i was hired by kratom science in 2018 i hadn't I heard of it a little bit, but they Bro. hired me as a writer, and so I'm just like, you, now I'm have like, you tried Kratom? Oh yeah, yeah, I have okay, it right in my on, house, cool. and I do it, and right and on. I'm actually trying to get off of drinking with it, and I know I can, but I just have to, yeah, you know, you I just have to decide it's to. A decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hearing something about people snorting Kratom this morning. I was reading this something online. It's like, you can't even. That's not even physically possible. It's not water soluble. Right? <laughs> I was interviewed Whatever. for a local, uh, like, uh, alt weekly newspaper here, and and uh, I knew uh-huh. the interview, and she was joking, or she was like, "Can you do you snort it?" And I'm like, "If you want to play yeah. a prank on somebody, go ahead." Because <laughs> I actually, oh I did, I did like a toss, I tossed and washed once, and and I coughed and uh-huh. like went up my nose, yep. and I'm and like, yep. "Yeah, that was bad." And smoking, I yeah, can't I even imagine. That. <laughs> I don't think it's flammable. I haven't even tried to smoke it. Why the, dude, if you, you could just dump it on your tongue and call it a day, why the fuck do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, inject it. That's silly. another one they say. Oh, my God. That's silly. <laughs> All right. Well, one more question. You sign off a lot of your messages with, with uh, enjoy your day in paradise. So what does that mean yeah, to well, you? It, it, comes, it comes from the, the, the start of that was uh, It's Another Day in Paradise, which might have something to do with Phil Collins. I don't know. I listen to the heavy shit. I like my sugar. I like my jing, ginger. I like my gojira, man. My lamb of God. I like the heavy stuff. Yeah. So I don't know Phil Collins. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it, like I said, my, women, women tend to divorce. Oh, I'm so proud. This week I dumped my girlfriend first time in a while. So anyway, that's a tangent. But... <laughs> My women te- women tend to break up with me, right? So uh, I got the, my 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 wife, my last wife, my second, uh, divorced me two and a half years ago, and it was a big deal because there was a lot of it wasn't. I have con- it, it was it was a bad deal, and um, I was in a dark place, man. And I I don't like to be in a dark place, and I'm a big believer in uh, like cognitive behavioral therapy and sort of tech and stoicism and stuff like that, where you control your mind instead of trying to control the environment, right? So I don't, I mean, Miami is paradise. The women in Miami, I lived in the financial district. I mean, I lived on the 21st floor. It was paradise. It was paradise. And so, um, 
You know, people say, how you doing? And I, it somehow just came to me. You know, it's another day in paradise. So I just started saying it every time, every fucking time. It's another day in paradise. It's another day in paradise. And then online, since I'm a writer and stuff, it, you know, you kind of branch, you change it around. Well, enjoy your day in paradise. You know, just just try to get something. Because when you do that, you should try it in, in person sometimes. When someone says, how you doing? Say, it's another day in paradise. And just watch your, their reaction because they will always give you a reaction. They'll either, they'll either laugh. And it, or they'll smile and they'll agree, but it will give them a reaction and it will give them that, that little flash of, hey, yeah. enjoy your day or something, like for real. So, yeah, that's why I do it because, uh, I, you know, this is what we get. So enjoy it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's also funny when, you know, like there's a lot of bad news and shit like there's today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see, yeah but like, it's funny. It makes you laugh. <laughs> it, 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 and, and that's another thing about saying it because how someone reacts about it says something about them it, it, it's a fun thing I highly recommend it but yeah it's funny because life is uh, yeah life is you know <laughs> yeah it's another day in paradise yeah. look guys I mean if you see me online or whatever at the Robert Hernandez the Scars account like like be friendly but, but be forgiving sometimes I can be a little uh, snippy but I love you all and come and say hi and, and, and let's get this done man let's win this fight and take care of you and if you're having a problem, you know, I'm here for you. All right. We got oh, you. Yeah. Thank you from Dayton, Ohio, everybody. It's Scars. Music is Risey. The song is called Memories of Thailand. The Kratom Science Podcast is written and produced by me, Brian Gallagher, for KratomScience.com. Take care. <laughs>